0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Voices of Success podcast here at the Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Sales Convention, powered by Boomtown. My name is Rivers Pierce, and I'm here with Mark Nadler from Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Westchester Properties. Welcome, Mark. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Rivers. Great to be here. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long you've been in real estate, kind of your, what's your story, and then we'll go from there.
1: I've been a real estate broker since uh, the ripe old age of about 23. Okay. Um, got into the business because my mom was a broker, owner of a company. And I started managing the company back in 1984 full time. Okay, and so I've uh, been here for a long time.
0: So you're your real estate family. It's in yes. your blood. Second generation. Did you ever think about doing anything else?
1: Um, I definitely did after college, uh-huh. but um, this is the way that cards played out. And yeah,
0: here I am. Great. So you've been you've been in real estate since 1984. You said full time. Yes. All right. And so so let's hear kind of your journey from from 84 till now. And
1: so we were an independent company from 84. We were with Prudential Real Estate Affiliates from 1994 and enjoyed some really good growth and uh, decided to join Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, um, what was really going to become a new company in Westchester County, and um, started moving towards uh, becoming a franchise there. And we were approached by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, New England Properties, about becoming part of them. Uh, They are a home services-owned company and uh, we compared the differences of being independent and becoming part of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services in New England and decided it made sense, Great, given the changing landscape, to become part of them and are uh, happy for what
0: we, we did. Great, and so you manage a couple offices?
1: I manage two offices in Westchester, okay. uh, Marchmont and Scarsdale.
0: And how many agents is that? A total of about 70. Okay, right. Um, so how have you seen, you know, uh, Obviously, we're in 2018. You've been in this for a long time since 1984. Um, you know, there's some obviously a lot of things have changed, right? Technology being the obvious one. But but we can talk about technology in a second. I'm, I'm more curious on how have you seen real estate agents change, the real estate professional change, or what hasn't changed in that you know that whole time?
1: Well, I, I think you've seen a lot of things change, yet some things seem to stay the same. So. In many regards, uh, the technology that's come along has made our lives easier. Mm-hmm. Um, it certainly hasn't gotten to a point yet where I see real estate brokers being replaced by the technology. And I, I sometimes talk about how back in the quote-unquote old days, we would be, so to speak, chained to the office because there was no such thing as cell phones. Right. And so as a manager of a company, you were basically in your office six, seven days a week sure, because that's how people reached you when they needed you.
0: And they needed, and you had the MLS books as well.
1: MLS books. <laughs> and so doing a CMA for somebody took hours yeah. and doing the research for pricing a property. And sure. all of that's made much easier and much more fluid, courtesy of the technology. Yeah, But um, it's, it's changed in that regard. But in, then again, at the end of the day also, uh, the real estate agents keeping in contact with their clients, maintaining those relationships, um, the old school methods really still are what work. Right. And um, when I look at who has been with us for a long time, and we have many agents who've been in the company 20, 25, 30 years, um, I look at who's done well, and it's really still a lot of the old yeah. technique of maintaining those relationships.
0: I think that's, that's spot on. You know, it's like the, the technology is what is in, enables you to do more of that, you know, to do it better and, and to have better follow-up and whatnot, manage that, the bigger database, if you will.
1: Exactly. Larger numbers of people to keep in contact more regularly with. Right. Right. And to leverage
0: yourself out a little bit with marketing automation and things like that. Are you invested in in ensuring that your agents, you know, or, you know, the people under your management are using technology or is that something uh, you kind of let them decide on their own? Like kind of how do do you manage that process?
1: Well, it's never easy because you want to make it available, the tools to everybody that's there and yet getting them to embrace it, is not always the simple thing. Right. And I also think it comes down to um, people have to pick and choose what they want to apply and work with. And so not everything works for every person. And uh, one of the sessions I was at today uh, with Vince Lessey was, was very good okay. in that he was talking about how let agents determine what their skill sets are. So if you mm. get a broker who's not very good at running an open house, maybe advocating they do open houses every weekend isn't the best use of their time. <laughs> right, right. And it, sound, it sounds so simplistic when he says it, but when you stop and think about that, here right. we encourage our agents daily to do open houses on the weekends, and maybe not the best technique for right. people who aren't so engaged. It's it's put
0: people where they are going to <laughs> excel. Exactly. I think we're seeing that quite a bit across real estate as, as more of a, a division of labor kind of approach, and that it's the same kind of thing. It's... it's it's probably good to get some people in as, a, as a rookie or something at, you know, open houses and cold calling, but it makes a lot of sense.
1: And, and when some people are comfortable walking up to strangers and, and engaging in <laughs> stranger in a conversation, right. and some people completely are not. Right. So the people who are completely not comfortable doing that probably aren't the people you want picking up the phone, calling right. the for sale by owners. Well, that's the general concept. But yeah. Again, there are some people who don't fit that mold who've right. still done well. Yeah. And, um but the other thing I see as a change is that I think people are much less patient. Um, yes. I think years back, people were much willing, more willing to spend more time. On the consumer
0: side? No, the, uh, the agents. Okay.
1: I think they were w- more willing to spend more time before they saw real results. I think nowadays you see people
0: give it six months to a year, don't see. Oh, get out of the business. Get out of the business much right. more quickly. Right. No, and uh, I think even when you boil that down to like, they make one phone call to a, an internet lead or something, and then they say, well, this, they never called me back, so it was a bad lead. Well, no. exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, one, one of the tech trainers we had a few weeks ago said something during one of our classes, which I thought resonated well, and he basically said one thing for certain, if you do nothing, nothing will happen. <laughs> and It's pretty and, simple, right? <laughs> and I said, what a profound statement. So, yeah. Yes. If you do nothing, nothing's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Good stuff. So, so what are some um, what are some of the tips? You've been in the business a long time, like we've been discussing. What are what are some tips you give to uh, to somebody that's you know seasoned and and maybe you know is looking for some new inspiration or somebody new just getting into the industry?
1: I, I think across the board, maintaining those relationships is is paramount. I think sometimes brokers in the business for a long time just automatically assume those people they know for a very long time who they, maybe they sold properties two years ago. Are automatically coming back <laughs> right. and and bad news right. they're not they're not right and so um, when I ask an agent who hasn't gotten a listing from somebody they were expecting when's the last time you spoke with that person the answer typically I get is a while ago yeah and I'm like well what's a while <laughs> right. you know six months a year two years three years and the question becomes if that was one of your friends would yeah. you have a friendship after not speaking to someone for a few years, I mean, what do right, you think? Right. And so, if you think just because they moved into your neighborhood and you sold them the property, there's really, a, unfortunately, a very short memory yeah. most buyers have, and they now have met somebody else through some other connection. Yeah. And that person they see more regularly, they hear from right. more regularly. Your cousin they,
0: got married to a real estate agent or something. Oh, exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, so, what about, um, you know, obviously growing a database, managing that database, you know, keeping it. Th- in touch with in the flow with people as well. I guess I'm I'm trying to get at like like managing that, growing that. Do you see that being feasible without today's technology? You know, where you can you can compete much less when with with the people that are really leveraging technology heavily.
1: I, I think the answer is yes and no. I, I think the technology again will help you keep more in touch with people, or at mm-hmm. least let you realize when the last time you contacted them. Right, but. You know, again, I, I also think it's important that every time you contact someone, they not think it's all about the transaction. You're calling them because you, all you view them as is a commission check. Right. You know, we used to right. have the expression in the business years back: you, you, you lead with you have commission breath. <laughs> every time you speak to someone, they have never heard that. That's, that's good. That's all you. That's all you smell like. Right. You smell like commission. You're, that's what you're viewing them as, and people see through that and feel yeah. it. So one of the suggestions I give our agents all the time is when you are thinking of someone, pick up the phone and call them and and have a conversation that has nothing to do with real estate. Yeah. You know, how's right. it going? I passed your house, made me think of you. How was your family? How's the kids? Personal. What's going on? And a real conversation. Real conversation which invariably refocuses them on you as a person and then what you do as a for a business. Yeah. And then leads to more future business. And that has worked very effectively for me um, as a manager, with people contacting me back to say yes, we want to do something. Right. Who can you set me up with of your agents to complete the transaction?
0: So, are you still pretty heavily involved in, in training young agents or, or ongoing?
1: My my role now as part of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Westchester Properties is a little bit less of direct hands-on training. I used to run training classes for our new agents. Okay. Um, I don't officially do that any longer. But the one-on-one coaching and the weekly sales meetings and the regular kind of continuing education right. is all part of my role. So yes, right. in answering phone calls and the, the questions, as you know, that come yeah. in
0: six, seven days a week, right. those are always there. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. So um, any takeaways from, from the convention so far?
1: Um, you know, just again, always good to come back, get refreshed, um, get recentered, centered uh, hear what people who are really top of the industry are doing mm-hmm. um i've enjoyed the sessions i've been to so far and um it just seems that um if i could pull some magic and every year i'm here avoid the weather related <laughs> issue that would be perfect so yeah. uh, so far so you I, made it out in time challenging <laughs> on the way out five hour delay but um but you made it questionable whether i'm going back this week right
0: anywhere near where i'm supposed to go back right right so uh well, San Antonio seems pretty nice. Yes. So. Well, thanks for thanks for stopping by, and uh, it was good to chat with you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you. All right.